0: This episode of Market Foolery is brought to you by Away. Away makes first class luggage at coach prices that allow you to charge your phone on the go. For $20 off your order, go to awaytravel.com fool and use the promo code fool. That's slash fool and use the promo code fool. It's Thursday, June 22nd. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill, joining me in studio today for the first time in a long time. From Fool Deutschland, Matt Koppenheffer in the house. Guten Tag, Chris. Good to see you, my friend. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for making the trip. I know you didn't come just to do market foolery. Or but, do you? Man. Or, or did I? <laughs> uh, I? I like the idea that you just wrangled a trip out of, <laughs>
1: of just Company to be on Man's the radio Riddle. show.
0: Like, nope, nah, just wanted to be on Market Foolery. <laughs> uh, for those who are new to this podcast or new to the Fool in general, yes, we do have. A service in Germany, and you can learn more about it just by going to fool.de. You've been how long have you? been? Two years? You've almost been, three years. Almost three years. Yeah. And what kinds of questions do you get from members that we have in Germany? And I know that you, there there are people who are members of uh, the services that we have at Motley Fool Germany that uh, are outside of Germany. Mm-hmm. But in general, what types of questions are you getting from investors there?
1: Well, I think one of the things that's really cool is learning just how I mean, that we're all one, it's a small world kind of thing. And you go over to a new country and you expect, well, a lot of things are going to be so much different. But a lot of the questions we get are very similar to what we hear in the U- here in the U.S. Obviously, some of the specifics of the investing environment are a little bit different. The retirement plans are different. The government pensions are different. But when it comes to investing in stocks, it's people are concerned about the market's been going up for a while. Valuations look stretched. Is the market about to turn and everything heads south? Um, we have a lot of investors who are brand new to investing. They want to know where to start. They're asking good questions about, How do I research a company? How do I know what's a good company to buy? What's a good management team? So it's been a really interesting experience to learn just how similar we all are as investors all around the world.
0: In terms of the, and I don't want to get, I'm not looking to get into politics, but it seems like certainly here in the US, in terms of, Politics we hear about from other countries. Germany is very high on the list, and I think that you know Angela Merkel um, occupying the position that she has for so many years. I think that's you know uh, that's part of the reason there. But in, is it a little bit like? I guess my question is: in the same way that U.S. investors have enjoyed in general a great ride for the last six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And are rightfully asking the question: uh, Is this about to end, mm-hmm. or at least for a short amount of time? Because, as we know, history teaches us that bull markets last longer than bear markets. Um, is it the same thing in Germany, where you you just sort of look at the political environment and think ah,
1: this is this
0: is a little crazier than we're normally used to?
1: Well, I think that investors have been getting a dose of a little bit more calm lately. The election in France was a big relief to a lot of people. Maybe not to some people. Like you, I don't want to get into politics here and go one way or the other. But I think that there is a sense of of more calm after the election in, in France. Because if that went the other way, there was a lot more concern. And In the EU, you have this very, very real concern of what happens if you get more countries starting to say, you know, you don't really want to be a part of this anymore. And, and, and
0: by the way, you don't even have to look at individual politics to gauge the reaction of political events. You just need to right. look at the market. <laughs> right, and and right. so the fact that. Markets around the world were looking at the
1: election in France and just sort of
0: thinking, okay, how's this going to go?
1: Right, and we were we were just actually recently in Denmark, and we heard a few people comment, we're going to see, and they were purportedly speaking for the entire country, but they said we're going to wait and see what happens in some of these other elections before we decide whether we're going to vote. On whether to to leave, so you hear that kind of thing, and that's scary. Uh, and from an economic perspective, at least, because if you look at the the ease of which you can travel around the EU, and then you think about the kind of business opportunity that creates when you don't have these barriers set up, so that's one of the big things when it comes to the politics. It's the protectionism, on the one hand, and it's the uncertainty on the other hand. So I think part of what you were saying before was the uncertainty, and that's a huge thing, investors hate uncertainty, even though it's it's always there. right? But when you have this political environment that we have right now, it creates so much more uncertainty. And I think that's been a real thorn for investors recently. I think Here the are.
0: last time you were in this studio, one of the things we talked about was Berlin, where you live. And Berlin being, maybe not Silicon Valley, but Berlin being a pretty hot city Up-and-comer. in terms of startups. Mm-hmm. Is that still the case? And are there, are there any, whether it's individual companies or just sort of general, industry startup industries in Berlin that investors should be keeping their eyes on?
1: Oh, that's a that's a good question. A lot of the startups in Berlin are still on the smaller side, particularly when you compare it to the companies that you see coming out of London and certainly coming out of Silicon Valley. But um, there are some there are some companies to watch. The environment in Berlin, I think, is pretty ideal for startups. What you're missing that is available in spades in Silicon Valley and in London is the venture capital. And I think the VCs are starting to see okay, there's some there's some good ideas happening in Berlin. There's some strong companies coming up, so the money's coming in. But you have a very cheap city, which makes it easy to attract people there. You have a very cool city, which makes it easy to attract people there. And you have this just cauldron of creativity and different thinking that I think is allowing uh, a lot of startup activity.
0: The big story, as I'm sure you noticed uh, over the past week, is Amazon buying Whole Foods. Mm. And we don't have to get into groceries unless you want to, because certainly on, on uh, a recent episode of Industry Focus, uh, Vince Shen uh, and the consumer goods team did kind of a deep dive on Aldi, which has made such a big push mm-hmm. in the United States, and, and that's a German conglomerate. But uh, in terms of just general shopping in Germany, where, where is Amazon right now? How, how popular and or prevalent is it?
1: very popular very very prevalent i don't not to the certainly not to the extent that it is in the us but it is growing fast and i think all you have to do is look at the stock market reactions when amazon makes the, the i mean certainly the purchase of whole foods but then the announcement i think it was was just yesterday of prime wardrobe and one of the companies that we like in germany is a company called zalando which does Online uh, fashion, and so certainly when Amazon announces something like Prime Wardrobe, then a business like that has to sit up and think, "Whoa, are they going to move in and, and and take our take our market share?" I am I'm a little bit more bearish on fashion in particular for Amazon because the the business itself is about lower price, broad selection, and fashion. I don't know. I, th- I think clothing is different than fashion. In yes. fashion, you need a little bit more high-touch. Uh, maybe they can do it. Amazon has proven that they can do a heck of a lot of things. But when I look at a focused busi- business like Zalando versus an unfocused but giant, tough competitor like Amazon, I still think that there's a place for Zalando, and p- perhaps in the future, maybe that place is as a part of Amazon.
0: All right, Hold that thought for one second. I want to come back to that. But first, uh, I've got to say thanks to our friends at Away. Away makes affordable, high-quality suitcases that charge your phone and start at just $225. By cutting out the middleman, Away is able to offer the perfect luggage made with high-quality materials at a much lower price. The luggage comes in a variety of sizes and colors, and they all cost less than $300. Uh, They also come with two USB ports and a high-capacity battery that allows you to charge multiple devices on the go, phones, tablets, laptops, whatever you need, so you never have to worry about a dead phone or fight for an outlet at the airport, which is brutal, by the way. It's just brutal. If you've ever been in an airport and you need to charge your phone or your device before a flight, and you're just looking
1: around and it's so I was going to say, am I allowed to say something about the ad? Because yeah. I, I'm constantly looking for that, and that sounds like a pretty cool piece of luggage. What I've,
0: It really is. And what I've told people about this is, in the same way that Buffett talks about, um, he likes to find great companies at a good price, that's what this luggage is. It's, it is great luggage at a good price. Um, it comes with a lifetime warranty, and if anything breaks, away we'll fix it or replace it, uh, and there's a risk-free 100-day trial period. So, If at any point you decide it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund. I don't think you're going to, though, because once you travel with this thing, then if you're not traveling with it, uh, if you're missing it, basically. And your phone's dead. And your phone is dead. Um, you get free shipping anywhere in the lower 48 states, and a special offer for our dozens of listeners. Get $20 off when you go to awaytravel.com and use the promo code FOOL at checkout. That's awaytravel.com. Use the promo code FOOL. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be packing my uh, Away bag when I go. To London and Ireland next week. So, um, which, as I think I mentioned earlier in the week on Market Forward, next week I'm not here. I'm out of the country. But it's Strategy Week next week. So we're going to be talking about small caps. We're going to be talking about Ooh. international stocks, portfolio allocation, all sorts of good stuff. Um, let's go back to Zalando for a second. Zalando with a Z. With a Z. So you mentioned the the high touch part, and that that is sort of the curious thing to me about Amazon because it's. Um, for all of their success with acquisitions and they have had success with acquisitions uh, when you think about the way that they have set up much of the business of Amazon it is to automate things it is to rely less on human beings and more you know, I mean all you have to do is is look at what they're doing in warehouses with robots and mm-hmm. and and there's there's your answer but the the prime wardrobe thing i i'm not saying I'm surprised by it and I'm not saying it won't work, but it does involve a different approach. Uh, and as you said, more of a high touch, more of a human touch. And that's and that'll be the thing where I, I, I could see Amazon testing that and maybe it working to some degree, but it wouldn't surprise me if somewhere down the road they said, you know what? this is this is good but it's not as good as some of our other businesses and we're going to let it go
1: could be and that that could also be a right now thing i'm i'm pretty obsessed with machine learning and high touch on fashion is something that i would still think of right now but you think towards the future when machine learning goes to the next phase and the next phase and I could see Amazon getting to the point where they're suggesting things, fashion things that that I should wear based on some books that I bought and being correct about it. I, I think that's the, the point that we're gonna get to with the data and with the technology that they're tying together all of these different things and I'm gonna be seeing a jean pair of jeans come up on Amazon and be like, Because you bought this book, these jeans would be right for you and I'd be like, Yeah. That's creepy, but also spot on. <laughs> but it's also spot on.
0: That's true. Although I have enjoyed uh, the things I've seen recently on Twitter, where and I think Allison Southwick and Robert Brokamp talked about this recently on Motley Fool Answers about um, someone put uh, an artificial intelligence program to the test in terms of naming colors, paint colors, and mm-hmm. it just came up with unintentionally hilarious names, that sort of thing. And something I saw on Twitter the other day where. Uh, a similar test with some AI program, essentially trying to get the artificial intelligence to uh, identify and classify photographs of, on the one hand, buckets of fried chicken, and on the other hand, labradoodles. (laughs) And the AI program was struggling mightily to discern two very different things. Ador- one, one might say adorable little dogs. Great. buckets of fried chicken. A um, couple of housekeeping notes before we wrap up. Uh, first, got to give a shout out uh, to uh, Alan Chargin, who's uh, a longtime listener, a stock advisor member, uh, and he heads up operations at the Pretzel Bakery in Washington D.C. You, t- you and I have talked a couple of times about how good the bread is in Germany. Which I know, I am at I'm, some point when you and your lovely bride decide to move back to the states,
1: I'll be in withdrawal. You'll be full, full <laughs> you'll be withdrawal. Um,
0: we had um, a, a gathering yesterday at the Fool with uh, our member services department. They were putting together a, sort of a, a gathering, and they contacted the Pretzel Bakery, which is this shop in DC. And um and ordered uh, a few boxes and they're so good. And I was thinking of you. I was down there. Oh, okay. I don't you, know how I you, missed you, that. Did you get did you miss them? Yeah, I missed that. Oh, you gotta hit the you gotta hit the pretzel bakery. It's in it's on okay. Capitol Hill in DC, and it is totally worth it because those are amazing pretzels. Um, this weekend on Motley Fool Money, Ken Taylor, the CEO of Texas Roadhouse, is our guest. We're actually gonna be playing part of the conversation that uh, he and Bill Mann had at the recent Fool Fest and, oh my goodness, what, what an entertaining guy, what a thoughtful guy, and, and smart. And that was one of those conversations that I watched and thought to myself, I need to put Texas Roadhouse on my watch list, because that is, that is uh, a CEO that I, I think I want to be involved with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last but not least, if you go to Fool Deutschland online, which is just fool.de, that's fool.de, you can sign up for the free weekly email, the name of which is? Balancien. I'm so glad you're pronouncing that, not me. And this is. The- it's,
1: it's a hilarious play on words if you speak German. Okay. Oh, You'll you
0: just have to trust me on I'm that. I'm absolutely going to take your word for it. Um, so, free, what can people expect if they're signing up for this uh, free weekly email? What, what am I getting if I sign up for this?
1: This is, this is a, basically a free email that I send out on a weekly basis. And we also have offers for our services, um, which go on sale every once in a while. So, you can get some great offers, sort of like the away bags. But I, I write a column for it every week. This is the basics of investing. It's behavioral investing. It's what the stock market is doing. So it's a little bit of everything. So um, And it's obviously completely free.
0: So check it out. Go to fool.de. Matt Koppenheffer. Always great to see you. Great to be here. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and the Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Fool. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for Strategy Week.